Maryland basketball has by far its biggest game of the season. You are a Locked On Terps, your daily podcast on the Maryland Terps. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everyone? I'm Trey Moore, video content creator for 247 Sports and InsideMarylandSports.com and host of Locked on Terps, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. So thank you for making us part of your day. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Maryland's game against number one Purdue is the biggest game not only yet that Maryland has played, but the biggest game of the season for the Maryland Terrapins. And it's really not even close. Tonight we will take on the Purdue Boilmakers at home at 7 o'clock. And by far, in my opinion, and I think this is going to be the opinion of everyone else too, the biggest game of the season for the Maryland Terrapins. Why is it the biggest game of the season? I mean, to start with, they're the number one team in the country. Purdue has been a top three type of team all throughout the year, and their resume does stack up to a top three team in the country and being the number one team in the country. This team, I've watched this team play a couple times on TV, just sitting back in the house watching some college basketball on what, like a random Tuesday night. And this team's legit. This team is really good, and they have the right players in the right spots, and they have a top ton of talent and it's like sneaky talent they got of course they have Zach Eady who's the best player probably in the country and might win the college basketball player of the year again for the second straight year but they have players around him too that are really solid players overall and when you play the number one team in the country when you play the best team in the country and you're playing at home and You haven't had a type of win like this, and your season has been definitely up and down, and you have a chance to bring down the number one team in all the land, not the number two, not the number three team, the number one team in all the land. You have to say it's the most important game of the year. And other games I've said, like, this is a must-win game. I'm not going to say this is a must-win game. There's still plenty of games to get in the Big Ten to improve this resume. But winning this game would go miles and miles for the Maryland Terrapins. I mean, and to start, Purdue has been insane this year. Their resume already is a March Madness resume. Like, I feel like they could lose every Big Ten game and still get in in March. They have beaten Arizona. They've beaten Marquette. They've beaten Gonzaga. They have beaten Tennessee. They're 4-0, 4-0 against top 15 opponents. So Maryland is facing a team with the best resume right now in the entire country. That's why I think this game is huge. This Purdue, this Purdue team has only lost one game, and they are 4-0 against top 15 opponents. It doesn't feel like it can get much bigger than that. And honestly, 
I kind of wish this game was later on in the season when all the students are back and the atmosphere can be at 100%, but it's not. It's right now. Students are still on break, so we'll see. They did have some trouble selling tickets at one point, it seemed like. like They were like saying that you could buy a $50 ticket to be in the student section. I don't really know what was going on with the ticket sales. Hopefully... It's like basically sold out by the time of the game. I have no idea right now what's going on with the ticket sales for this game, but it kind of makes sense with the students being out because you would think the student section would definitely be filled out for a game like this. But like I said, Purdue has been crazy this year. They have the best resume in the country with 4-0 against top 15 teams. That's, that's pretty top notch for Purdue. And you think about this type of game. College basketball, it's all about resume building for March. That's why the regular season is so important. Of course, you try to win Big Ten games for better seeding in the Big Ten tournament. But it's all about building a resume going into March Madness. Everyone wants just a chance to compete in March Madness. Even though the likelihood of you winning it is almost zero, especially when you're not a team with top talent. But even we saw no one seed last year make it. Like March Madness is weird, and everyone feels like from the 16th seed to the one seed to the eight seed to the 14th seed, whoever you are, everybody feels like they have a chance to win in March. So beating a team like this gives you a quad one win, which Maryland has zero of, and it gives them a chance to start building a really solid March Madness resume because right now we have zero quad one or quad two wins and you need some of those if you want to get into the tournament as a Big Ten team unless you're somehow going to win the Big Ten tournament these are the type of games that we're going to have to start to win and they're not easy to win against a team like Purdue but to me I want to play in March I want to talk about this team playing in March I don't care if we're the 10 seed or we're a five seed I don't really care, but I want this team to play in March, and I don't know if we're ready to be there. I don't think we're there yet. I'll say that. I don't think we're there yet. I don't think we're a March Madness team right now. Everyone has completely switched their view of this Maryland Terrapin team. We went from being like a top four preseason team in the Big Ten by pretty much everyone, any place you looked at. Now, so I'm seeing most people pick us to finish in the bottom three, bottom four. So people have changed their view on this Maryland Terrapin team. And I don't say, I'm not going to say that they're wrong. I'm not sure we're a March team right now, but if we win tonight, you have to say that it goes a long way, a long, long way in considering us a team to play in March. And there's just nothing better than having a game at like three o'clock on like a Monday or Tuesday in March Madness, it's just such a great time because those games just matter the most and the intensity of those games matters so much. And literally anything can happen in March. So playing in March, honestly, is always the goal. And of course, we did it last year. So building off of last year's team, playing again in sec- two straight March Madness appearances for Coach Willard is important. And that's why this game against Purdue in every game, honestly, is so important in college basketball. And with how we started the season, this is another point, with some of the losses that we've taken, if we didn't lose to those in the Asheville Championship, if we didn't lose to Davidson and we didn't lose to UAB in our record, maybe right now our only losses to are like to Villanova, 
than in Indiana, and those are only two losses so far. And we have wins over Penn State and UCLA, and we st- and we beat UAB and Davidson. Maybe this game doesn't. It's still very important, but maybe it doesn't feel like we need to make some type of big time type of win, like game changing, March Madness resume building type of changing type of win in this type of game. But it does kind of feel like. We're going to need one of these games or when we go over to Illinois, even though they have some weird stuff going on um, with their best player. I'm not sure exactly what's going on with that situation, but Illinois is also a top 15 team in the country. But you, you don't have very many of these opportunities. Of course, there's other really good teams, ranked teams in the Big Ten, but you're going to run out of opportunities eventually. So beating a team like Purdue – in this type of game and playing it at home is super important because right now another thing to look at which is less important than actually just winning the game than the stat but Maryland's win streak right now is the longest in division one at home Maryland has won 19 straight games at home longest streak in division one so continuing that streak is somewhat important, but the more important thing is just winning the game. But I guess winning the game would equate to continuing that streak. But I'm not really worried much about that stat. I'm more just worried about us playing this game. And then I think the last thing I want to say is this game builds momentum. Builds momentum in a huge way going into the rest of the season. Think about it. This Maryland team, I don't know if we're convinced yet. I don't know if the guys are convinced that we can beat a team like this. I'm sure they, they're thinking that we can win a game like this, but I don't know how convinced they are that they can make a run in the Big Ten. I don't know how convinced they are that they can be a top four or five team in the Big Ten. I don't know if we're completely convinced. And this game can build momentum for the rest of the season. It can feel like, yes, we can do that. We have young players on the team. They haven't played a game like this, but a game like this against Purdue can really change your season if you're able to win this game. The rest of the country looks at you differently. I mean, I'm less concerned about how everyone else looks at them, but more concerned about how the players in the locker room look at each other. And I think it changes when you win a game like this and you prove yourself against the number one team in the country. Like I said, 4-0 against top 15 teams. And then last point, I did say that was the last point, but last thing, this is also a Big Ten game. Big Ten game matters a ton for seeding in the Big Ten tournament. And making a run in the Big Ten tournament is also a big part of your March Madness resume. So this is a Big Ten game. can build momentum. We're playing the number one team in the country. This is the biggest game of the year so far for the Terps. And hopefully that win streak at home continues for Maryland. How can Maryland win this game? I'll tell you the keys to winning this game after this ad from FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use, and there's a wide range of many things you can bet, like live same game parlays, Buy new bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and so much more. So make sure you visit FanDuel.com slash on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. 
Maryland, how do they win this game? I will tell you right now the keys to beating this Purdue team at home to try and continue this pretty amazing win streak we have at home. It seems like we can't win on the road, but we win at home. So number one key, and I'm sure you guys all know what I'm about to say, but the number one thing you have to start with is slowing down Zach Eady. It's way easier said than done. Much easier said than done. I wish I could just say slow him down and they would slow him down. Realistically, it is going to be pretty, pretty, really, really, really hard to beat and slow down a player like Zach Eady. I mean, it's pretty much up for no debate. I mean, maybe you can debate with a couple of people about a couple of players, maybe in college basketball, that are better than this guy right now. But this guy has a chance to be to win the national player of the year again. This guy won it last year. He's the best player in all of college basketball last year, and he's back. Part of the reason probably because his game doesn't probably match up to exactly what's the NBA game, but this is the cool thing about college basketball. Players like this have a chance to be the best player in the entire country, but maybe they go off to the NBA and they're a second-round pick or something. So it's definitely kind of weird how that situation works, but that's besides the point. We have to slow down the seven-foot-four absolute giant in Zach Eady. He's averaging 23 points per game, 10 rebounds, and even more importantly, he's doing it efficiently. It's not like he's putting up 30 shots and shooting shooting like 40% from the field. This guy is shooting 64% from the field. So he's scoring the ball, but he's not really missing shots. He's He's scoring the ball at a high clip at 23 points per game, averaging a double-double, but he's shooting 64%. And to be honest, there's no way to stop him. There is no way to stop him. This guy is huge. He's the biggest guy on the floor, biggest player in the country, but he also knows how to, has nice touch on his shot and knows how to get to his spots down low and in the post game. And it's hard when he's rebounding and the offensive rebounds, but you have to try and find a way to limit him. Getting him fouls early, I think, is going to be a thing for the Maryland Terrapins, something that they may try and do. It's not easy because he can just put his hands up when he contests, and he doesn't really have to worry about trying to come down on a player. He really just has to put his hands up. It's not easy to get him in foul trouble. But if you can find a way to get him in foul trouble, that's one of the ways to slow him down potentially. Get him two fouls early. Maybe Julian Reese, try and attack him in the post. Try to get him a foul and then try to get him another one. It's easier said than done, but try and limit his minutes in ways that are other than his just normal rest periods because he does take some time to rest. He's a big guy. It's hard for him to just run all over the, the up and down the floor for the entire game, but try and limit his minutes even more. Try and find a way to get him into foul trouble, but that's not going to be easy, but that's one of the ways to limit him. And when he has the ball down low offensively, it's interesting. You can try and double him, but Purdue is actually the best three-point shooting team right now in the entire Big Ten. They shoot 38.4% from the three-point line. So doubling him can 
he can just easily kick it out to these guys. He's so tall that doubling him, it, it it's going to be hard. You're just going to kind of have to pray if you're going to double that Purdue is going to miss some shots because if you're going to double a guy down low, realistically, they're going to get open three-point shots. To limit the open three-point shots and, and to make the looks a little bit worse and a little bit more contested, I think you have to make sure your rotations are on point when you double them. I think you switch it up, though. Kevin Willard said said that it's going to, if you if we double him we're going to leave open the Purdue shooters which shoot at an elite level like I said almost forty percent from the three point line thirty eight point four percent best in the Big Ten so I think you switch it up I think sometimes you double him and force Purdue to make some outside shots and make sure your rotations are there and try and contest those shots but I think also sometimes you kind of just let him play down there and don't allow those. Purdue shooters to get going. I think you I think you switch it up. I don't think you do one or the other because I think that'll make it too easy on Purdue to kind of adjust what they're doing. And if we don't double him, he could potentially go for 30. And if you choose one or the other, it's interesting because it's would you rather Zach Eady go for 30 and maybe everybody else have a quiet day? Or would you rather say, okay, we're not gonna let you beat us? Everyone else on Purdue's team beats us. That's why I say you kind of try and do both, but then there's also disadvantages to doing both. Then both Zach Eady and the other guys can get going. So my, but I still think switching it up and not letting Purdue get used to what you're doing, I think it's the best way to go about it. Maybe try and run some zone. Sometimes it's hard to box out guys in zone though, but that's another key to slowing him down. Make sure you box him out because he, he he will get offensive boards and we don't need him to get offensive boards because those are easy putback dunks, layups, whatever. Don't let him get offense of rebounds overall. But number one key has to be slowing down Zach Eady, whether it's doubling, whether it's switching it up, maybe running some zone, different things, try and attack him, try and get him into foul trouble. Do everything you possibly can to make him sit the bench or to get him uncomfortable. Play physical with him also. Maybe put him swatting Rodgers just to commit some fouls on him. Play physical with the guy. Don't let him get an easy 25 on you easily. Pick You got to kind of pick your poison with this team, and that's what the best teams, when you're playing the best teams in the country, sometimes that's how it goes. You just have to pick your poison. And I think my next key is with Julian Reese. Not Julian Reese offensively, but Julian Reese defensively can't get in foul trouble when guarding Edie. Reese has been known to get in some foul trouble. And when you're guarding a guy like this that gets so many touches down low, it can be easy for Reese can get in foul trouble. And I can already see him kind of getting in foul trouble. But we need him to stay out of foul trouble because we're going to need a big day from Julian Reese in this game to be able to win this game. And that leads me to my next point. Jameer Young and Julian Reese obviously have to have big days. I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory. Those are our two best players. If they don't have big days, we don't win this type of game. But not more importantly, but also to go along with that, someone outside of Reese and Young have to be on at like a pretty high level. I'm talking about Dante Scott. I'm talking about maybe Deshaun Harris-Smith. Someone else outside of Jameer Young and Julian Reese have to have like over 15, 16 points probably. Dante Scott is probably my lead candidate to do that. Maybe Jordan Geronimo does it defensively. But Reese is averaging 14.3 points per game. Well, And Jameer Young averages 19.3 points per game. And nobody else is averaging in double figures. 
So they combine for usually almost 75% of the team offense. So I think it's huge. I think that one of the biggest keys in this game is somebody else. And just the key for Maryland for the rest of the season, somebody else outside of Jameer Young and Julian Reese are going to have to score the ball. Because I promise you, I know Purdue game plans well, and they are going to be locked in to Jameer Young and his driving ability and all that special stuff that he's done over the past couple of games in this entire season at Maryland because they're not going to let Jameer Young go for 30. I promise you that. So Purdue is going to be locked in to Julian Reese and Jameer Young. They're going to force us to shoot the ball. So overall, someone else outside of those two are going to have to produce. What do I actually think will happen in the game? Let's get into some predictions for the game right now. All right, let's get into the predictions of the game. For this game, I think Maryland's home streak ends tonight, and I'm picking Purdue to win. I don't know how I can pick Maryland. I would love to say Maryland wins this game and pick Maryland, but I don't see a way, and I haven't seen anything this year that leads me to give a reasonable choice besides saying that we're playing at home to be able to pick Maryland. Purdue has four top 15 wins in the country. They have been battle-tested. Maryland hasn't played a team like this. Villanova was good. Indiana was good. But they're not close to what Purdue is overall. They can't. They're probably not beating Purdue. I mean, maybe Indiana, maybe Villanova. I think they have a chance against Purdue for sure. But Purdue's the better team than Indiana and Villanova for sure. Those are probably the two top teams we have played so far this season. They have the best player in the country. Zach Eady is just crazy. It's so hard to play a player like that. He can block shots. He rebounds. And then he's just going to put up 23 on 64% shooting. It's so hard to stop a guy like that. And I don't know exactly how we stopped them. In past, in last year's team, maybe Purdue didn't shoot the three ball as well. Maybe the supporting cast wasn't as good. And maybe they you can stop them that way. But now they have a really good point guard in Smith that averages about um, 12, 13 points per game. He's a really solid player. He's one of their keys. He was a freshman last year, but now he's grown up a lot. They just have a lot of guys that shoot the ball well, and they and they just do a lot of things really well defensively and offensively. They're one of the most efficient teams in the country offensively. They're a top team in guarding a three-point shot in the country, but Maryland doesn't shoot the three ball well. So if Maryland has trouble scoring against a team like this, it's really hard to limit a team that has the best player in the country overall. I just don't see a way Maryland kind of competes with that, with competing against the best player in the country, a guy that probably will win National Player of the Year. Again, a team that shoots such a high percentage from the three-point line, the best in the Big Ten versus Maryland, who we have seen struggle really bad in the beginning of the season shooting the ball. And yes, it's gotten better, but I don't see a bunch of elite shooters that are probably going to shoot the ball really well against Purdue. I think Purdue is going to be able to stop us. I think they're going to be able to stop Jameer Young. They're going to play the lanes against Jameer Young. They're going to play help defense and force Maryland to make shots overall. I just think Purdue has the better team right now, more experienced team. They're the best player in the country. And I don't see Maryland winning this game. I think the one thing we have going for us is it's at home. And we seem to never lose at home. So 
And that's really the only thing if I was going to choose Maryland I feel like I could go off of. I mean, I could say Jameer Young could have a big day, but realistically, if Jameer, if Maryland's going to win, Jameer Young probably has to outplay Zach Eady, put up more points, put up more assists than he has. Re- I don't know exactly how he would do it, but he would have to outplay Zach Eady overall, and Julian Reese would have to have a big day. But I feel like when Julian Reese is playing taller defenders like Zach Eady, he's less prone to post them up and try and take them down to work when he's playing guys that are more around his size overall. So I don't see Maryland matching up well. I don't see how our freshmen are going to play really well when I haven't seen when I've seen them play up and down so far this year and I've seen them struggle this year. I don't know why I would think they would have their best game of the year against Purdue and we might need Deshaun to have his best game to be able to beat them. So overall, it's just a lot more evidence in the line of Purdue and I wish I could be like no, Maryland's going to win. But if Maryland proves me wrong, I hope they do, and they have in the past. But honestly, I think Maryland wins. Let's talk about the spread now. Purdue is only six and a half favorites, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, we're at home, so that gives us a couple points. So if it was at Purdue, it'd probably be like what nine and a half, eight and a half, ten and a half. I don't know exactly, but I feel like this line is a little bit low. It shifted a five and a half at a point, and then it shifted back up to six and a half. I don't know why, but I just feel like Purdue would be closer to like eight and a half favorite against us. I know we beat UCLA, and I know we've been better, but basically we haven't played very good basketball much of the year. So, and Purdue has played the best basketball in the entire country the entire year. So I think Purdue wins, and I think they cover the spread. That's just my prediction. Don't get mad at me. Could be completely wrong. I hope it's wrong. But I think Purdue wins and cover the spread. That's kind of what I'm thinking for this game. But hopefully I am wrong. That's all we have for today. Thank you for listening to Locked on Terps. Make sure you like and subscribe. We're here every day talking Maryland basketball and football. But thank you for listening to Locked on Terps.